Happy Wednesday, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Tips in 10, where we give you the top tips in the least amount of time. This series was built to help you stay in the know without taking a chunk out of your schedule. Let's welcome today's guest from Boston, entrepreneur, mental health advocate, and podcast host, Mark Metry. Mark struggled with social anxiety and other health issues his entire childhood, but turned things around when he reached his breaking point. Let's go, Mark, on that. Mark is now the host of the podcast Humans 2.0. Forbes, NASDAQ, and Yahoo Finance listed his podcast as one of the top 21 growing podcasts that you must listen to. That is legit. He's also been featured in Forbes, TEDx, HuffPost, and mentioned alongside these names, not that big, but you might have heard of them, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Today, he's going to share incredible tips about human potential, social anxiety, mindset, my baby and passion, and transformation. Welcome to Tips in 10, Mark. It's great to have you here. Mike, what's up? Thanks for having me. Thank you all for listening and watching. Super excited. Today is going to be amazing. I, I love all the topics that we're talking about, especially with everything that we just have gone through over the past, I don't know, it's like two plus years, you know, mindset, anxiety. I, I mean, it is like the most important, plus the anxiety is peaking in so many people. So what you have to share today, I just want you to know that I'm grateful for, and I know that our audience is going to love all of the information and content that you're going to be sharing. So let's kick this thing off. I just want to start off right off the bat. Bang. Share with us, you know, how our perspective determines our mindset. You know, it's so important. I think the way that I look at perspective is like it's like your your sort of brain's default, um, where it's looking, right? Mm. And I think what's really interesting too that I think a lot about is that like our brains are like an organ that literally takes in like billions of pieces of information like per second like the the light the photons the your senses your past memories the the feelings in your body and then it constructs like your sort of perspective in like not even a second and it's not even something that we think about and so for me like whenever anyone asks me a question regarding like perspective and and mindset I always go back to like a deeper question, which is like, how is your brain working to create your perspective? How is your brain working to create your mindset? Because we both know like there's that quote that says your brain's job isn't to make you happy. It is to keep you alive. Mm. And so you have to like really go in there and just like look at look inside of your brain and recontextualize it and be like, why is my experience the way that it's like that. And a lot of the times it has to do with a lot of things that in your past that you haven't really worked through. I think a lot of it has to do with like your brain health. You know, like I think a lot of people talk about mindset and that's great. Mindset is really important, but also at the same time, it's like your mindset is your mind. Your mind sits inside of your brain and your brain is a physical organ based on that organ and how it's operating, that's going to control a little bit of your mindset, you know? And so for me, I always tell people like, I feel like when I was growing up as a kid, I feel like I had a great mindset. Like I felt, I feel like my parents, they taught me the right ways to think. But to me, when I look back to a lot of my shortcomings and a lot of the issues that I did have, 
it had a lot to do with like my overarching like mental health and my brain health, which like I'm a young guy, I'm, I'm in my 20s. This is like an even bigger problem that we need to talk about that I think is even more relevant for younger people compared to, you know, maybe people of your caliber and my parents and so on and so forth. So that's that's the answer that I'd give you, Mike. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. By the way, I'm in my 20s. I'm just throwing that out there, even though I have a 20 year old. No, I'm just kidding. No, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what are you eating, bro? <laughs> so what kind of drugs you on? <laughs> <laughs> steroids. You gotta take steroids in order to stay healthy. I'm just kidding. Um, how can we work through pain and uncertainty to even strengthen our minds? I mean, you know, especially with everything that we've just, you know, gone through and even even touch on about what you had to deal with too. Yeah, you know, so this is such an interesting question. I think when you look at life in general. Uh, a lot of people are in a lot of pain, whether that is uh, physical pain, like chronic pain, uh, or it is like mental pain, like anxiety or, or feeling stress, or they're about to go into a meeting, or they just got through a breakup, or they're having problems with their relationship. Life is filled with pain, right? And I think as a result of that, there's a very natural instinct to be like, hey, I have pain all around in my life. Like, let me try to chill. And there are definitely times where you got to relax. There's definitely times where you got to have some comfort. But at the same time, like one of the things that I've learned, I'm sure you've learned too, is like if you don't proactively go after that pain, then when you face pain in other moments in your life where you maybe don't have an option, it's going to feel a lot worse. Mm. You know, and so I think that's a big one that I've that I've taken. And, and you can apply that to anything, whether it's like physical pain, going to the gym, whether it's like mental pain through like meditation or creating some kind of quiet or still time without distraction. I think that's huge. And then I think when it comes to uncertainty, I mean, this was huge, like especially during COVID. I mean, it still is big right now. And one of the things that like really helped me with COVID and going through like the uncertainty, especially like early on when no one had any idea what was happening. And, you know, I think a lot of us still have no idea what's happening either today, but I think when it comes to uncertainty, it's like you have to find some sense of certainty in your day. Like you have to create it, right? Like for you, you wake up every day at 3 a.m. You have that sense of certainty of like whether, you know, the world explodes tomorrow or this happens or that happens. There's still like a part of your day. There's still a part of your schedule that you're certain with. And it can be at the beginning of your day. It can be a, a hobby that you do. Um, and this is huge, right? And and what's interesting too is that if you flip this over, if you look at um, a lot of people who like struggle with, um, you know, they sort of fall into like the same habit loop. They fall into like the same bad habits. Let's say, for example, it's like eating junk food. A lot of the times mm. people have that habit because their brain is actually looking for certainty and they have always for example, eating junk food throughout their entire life, especially when they were stressed. And so their brain is going back to that level of certainty. Mm. And so it's almost like you have to like recode it and create your own version of certainty. I know for me, that's definitely meditation. That's definitely going to the gym. For me, that's definitely, I would say like a good way to think about this is like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I know it sounds weird, but like if you can create your schedule and be like, hey, every day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I'm going to eat at this time or around this time. I know I'm going to whether it's I'm going to cook or I have this prepared, or I'm going to go out to, to you know my friends for lunch, all like these little things that help build certainty, they're very important when it comes to just like your level of stress and anxiety and, and level of uncertainty. 
Yeah, I think I think being regimented myself, I think that helped me over the past two and a half years. Just like you said, just having that certainty and that schedule. I'm just like, this is what I'm doing. I mean, I'm I'm not changing yet. The, the the world can be changing around me in terms of what's coming at us, but I'm not changing the foundation that makes me stronger, healthier, and those things to to attack the day. Um, I had a conversation with someone the other day, uh, just who's like, you know, I'm just not motivated, you know, and motivation is so key. What what are especially in business, personally, in anything that you're doing? What what are some practices? that people can do to push through when they have no motivation? It's a great question, man. So I wrote, I wrote this book called screw being shy. And like in the first chapter, the first part of it is like establishing your motivation. Right. And I like walk people through an exercise to do this. And what I tell people is I tell them like, remove your vices for a week. So if you look at everyone, everyone's got vices. Whether it is, um, you know, I guess a good vice, but more typically it's like video games, pornography, drugs, alcohol, junk food, uh, mindlessly scrolling through social media, gossiping about people. Everyone's got a different kind of vice. And like what I tell people is like if you remove your vices for like a week, there's almost no way you're not going to be motivated in life. Mm. And it sounds crazy, but if you do this, like you're going to notice that these small things that we do to distract ourselves, they give us like the illusion that they're taking away pain. But when in reality, they're just like making us get to a spot in our minds where it's okay to just do nothing. And if you remove your vices, you're going to face like a lot of energy. You're going to have a lot of motivation that you don't even know is inside of you. And a lot of the times like, you know, like you, you said it yourself, I think before this is like you have too much energy and like that's why you wake up at 3 a.m. And I think a lot of people are like that, but we've learned certain things to sort of like can cave ourselves to control ourselves in, in a not good way. And so what I tell people is like if you have no motivation, remove your vices 24 hours, 48 hours a week. And like, I don't even need to tell you anything else. Like your, your biochemistry is going to take over. And then the other flip side of that too, is like, I wrote this article about it. If people are interested, they, they can look up Mark Metry motivation. It's on LinkedIn. And I said, do that. But then the other part of motivation is like, I, I believe that there is a certain percentage of people where if your biochemistry like is off in terms of like what's happening in your body, what's happening in your brain, like if your brain is under a constant state of neuroinflammation, you're not going to have any motivation. And like, you could mm. be the most motivated person, but like biochemically, if things aren't making sense because you haven't adjusted your diet, your sleep, your exercise, your stress levels, then it's going to be very hard for you to be motivated and not sort of burn out in the process. Makes total sense. You know, the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. You got to change. You, you, you got to go a different direction. You got to and, and look, it's I'm not saying that it's basic. You know, it's basic in terms of maybe the things that we have to do. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Right. It's it's going to be hard, but it's going to be worth it. Um, and I think that's the key. Amazing tips, Mark. Amazing tips. I got a little speed round action here. And uh, just this is the fun time. This is the fun time. Woo! What what is your hidden talent? Uh, I rap all the time. 
<laughs> I, I, I'm, not, I'm not even joking. I'll send you some tracks after this. I rap. I try to rap about good things. I destroy, man. I have like I love it's it. a whole thing. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And the fact you destroy, love the confidence. Favorite vacation destination? I last week I just came back from Egypt, and I'm like, uh, I'm like originally Egyptian. I was born in the U.S., but okay. I went there and it was honestly so fun. I can't wait to go back. It's uh it's like an alternate reality over there. It's so crazy. It's so awesome. It's a, it's an amazing spot to go just in general, but especially right. vacation. I'll need to hear more about that. So baseball or football? Oh man. You know, I mean, I you're in Boston. Boston. You're yeah. in Boston, bro. I mean, you got the Red Sox, you got the Patriots. <laughs> exactly. Um, I don't even know. I don't even know, man. Either Throw it out. I think I would have to say Red Sox. Have to say okay. Red Sox because as a kid, I remember um, like going to like Fenway Park as yep. like a school trip, and it was like one of the first kind of like sports that I think I resonated with. So the Red awesome. Sox, they definitely got a solid spot in my heart for sure. That's great. That's great. So how can our audience connect with you? So um, so the best spot is I think all my links are down below in the description. Yep. But if you just look up my name, Mark Metry, go on my website, markmetry.com. People can check out my book, my podcast, all my stuff, my social media, my LinkedIn, my Instagram, my awesome. everything. Awesome. <laughs> well, Mark, thank you so much for joining us today on Tips and 10. You were amazing and just appreciate too. all of the content that you provided us today. It's going to help a lot of people get to the where they want to go. So thank you. Kudos. See you, brother. You're awesome. Peace out. Peace.